Before we get into today's episode, we have brought some answers to your question. You said you would like to study in Europe? Come study abroad. CSA can get you registered in one of the top government accredited university in Georgia. And no, there is no English test required. And they have all programs from undergraduates to postgraduate and PhD programs. You can contact them by phone at plus 995-593-304-153. You can send them an email info at c-studyabroad.com or find them on the web at www.c-studyabroad.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, people. My name is Ayomide Fadmi. And my name is Wansaliatia. Welcome to A Flight from Africa podcast. On this journey, through the lens of all the identities we behold, we share our stories, our truth, and how we leave our differences. In the world that taught us being too different, it's not welcome. So journey with us right here on this flight. A, a flight, flight from, from Africa! Africa! Hey, hey, people. How are you guys doing? We hope you guys have been great. And again, I am going to be like, once later, every day you miss these people. Yes, I miss you guys so much. You guys have been amazing. Thank you guys for being in our corners. You, I, I don't really know what to say. You guys are just amazing. Like, if I had something to give you guys, I would have. But hey, you have us, the flight from Africa. So you have everything that we have, right? Um, but yes, we're so happy that you're on this flight with us. We're so happy that you love us. Thanks for the support. Um, thanks for the feedback. You guys have been amazing. Um, I know sometimes we say things contrary, like we go off the topic, but hey, you still on this flight. That's what makes the flight so juicy, right? So we're so happy. Um, in my librarian voice, y'all thank you. Y'all thank you for sticking with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. We say y'all thank you, thank you, thank you so much, my people right? Um, but today we have so much to talk about. But before we talk about that, you know that you know the whole thing again. I know you guys are like, oh, once Leah is here again with, oh, you know what, what we got. Um, we have to talk about a week because ha, not a great week. Ha. But yes, I will talk about a week. And yes, Ayo, how have you been, babe? Hey, hey, Tia girl. Hey, hey, podcast family. Before I say anything, this song has been singing on my head. I've been in my head. I'm because of you. I did on this pod all night long. I'm sorry. I don't have voice, but I'm just saying it's because of you people. I'm on this podcast all night long, every day, all day, every day, because I love y'all. You know, you know how it is. And, you know, today I really wish I could uh shout out to two specific people because they're so consistent in how they support us and stuff like that but i just want to say you know for shout out to the people that support this podcast that tell a friend to tell a friend and tell a friend still and drop Mm -hmm. comments and share whatever we post on instagram and tell other people about the fight from africa it means so much you have no idea these two people that have no idea about the world started something and you dare to support it we're super grateful and we just want to say thank you. I'm sorry, that's not about my week, but I had to say that first. But my week has been great. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, ha. That, that reminded me of Yemi Alade, but never mind. Um, so my week has been great. See ya, girl. Once Celia was the highlight of my week. <laughs> we got lit. But people, let me tell you, Tia literally shaked booty every single place that we went. Like, this woman was twerking from, <laughs> from the hotel to every single spot. She was not twerking with. It was just girly, you know? Just two, two beautiful women connecting and doing their own thing, you know? So thank you for coming out of the way, you know, to make my weekend because I thought I would die from being bored and being by myself. But you were like, girl, you don't need no man. I got you and you came through. Who needs a man <laughs> in this I'm woman? Women's month, international women's Who needs a man? Who is a man when you got your girlfriends? You know what I'm I, saying? <laughs> I, I, I mean, she just said it. That's basically the highlight of my week too. 
Like, do mm-hmm. we need a guy? No. Who? Uh-huh. Independent woman. You, I mean, are you a hospital material? Love <laughs> you. But, <laughs> but no, I, I literally, I think that I needed that trip also as mm-hmm. much as you needed. So funny. I needed that, like, you know, I was myself and it was just fun. I just want to have fun at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and thank for be- thanks for being a great host. Pretty amazing. The food was good. Um, the music, oh my God. Yeah. I know, I my playlist be missed. I was lit with this playlist, okay? Yep. It was just amazing. That's why you see I was shaking booty. I what don't was your favorite, favorite memory here? Like, what was one of the thing that we did with that was your best time? I just think us sitting on the table. Are you go, kidding? Go for dinner. Like, yeah, like, you know, just sitting and talking about issues mm. right and then walking down that place and just talking, talking about, about dinner or the even in the place. house mm. yeah you mm. know like just talking about i'm talking about dinner in terms of you know the second one the on sunday oh the sunday place, one okay we we're talking and then prior to that we we're talking also we're just talking about things i think that we both haven't touched on before mm. i feel like we're more open with each other it's so funny that's just that's just the vibe people we just talk about things that we might not talk to people that are really really close to us about mm. with when we're in the same space we just talk about it like yeah it's just raining you know yeah <laughs> you know that's so funny because I was, I was talking to my friend ellie and we're talking about you know being westernized and i was not so westernized and the idea of being nigerian american or being completely nigerian because he's nigeria he lives in nigeria and he was talking about you know like you don't just in one of his examples where like do you just like go to your girlfriends and talk about who you were with or having sex or stuff like that? I'm like, yeah, like me and my girlfriend, not just my random friends, my actual girlfriend. We talk about every stuff that happened. We go in the details. What are you talking about? And, you know, I don't know how yeah. that fits into what you said, but it'd be like that with me and you. It'd be you like, it's put it on the G- table. Yeah, I mean, it's just so weird. And the thing is, if you're not close, you know, like, we have a different side to us, right? Mm. Like, uh, Because I feel like people, when they see me, they just put me a category. Like, at this. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't know you had it. Don't get me started. There's been no more people. I'm very, as you know, I am. I am. I am. Focus. (laughs) I'm very reserved. You know what? I I wonder. I wonder like what other people's perspective of you is. Like, do you do people think like you're like this calm, sweet, innocent person, or do people know like you'd be wild? Like, do they, they know you? Like, I know you. You know, I'm very <laughs> wild. I'm very, very innocent. People don't, people don't listen to this girl. Very and I think you know that that uh instagram posting that we have on our on our page instagram page where i'm like literally tia i did not expect you to go down you know when we're entering into the beach oh yeah and you yeah. just went down i was like i sit for me this is the point where you know i just i go off yeah oh god but yeah i have fun um good amazing, amazing fun i had discussions where i, I came when i started pondering upon it Mm. um and i like the fact that we're able to pray you know mm. and stuff like that and then i think that there's something people lose in mm. friendships and stuff or in sisterhood people want to yeah you can talk about the it's good to pray then also talk about the problems and see because god is not going to come from heaven mm. i always say my daughter you know i'm showing you the way you have the mm. holy spirit in you and he has surrounded you with people mm. so now it's more of like me trying to be more intentional about the people that i surround i surround myself with yeah and yeah. also the friends praying for the friends that i want in my life right yeah. not just random friends that's what you see my circle is very tiny like I, I there are people i call friends but it's not like the people i talk to every day or the people i'll go and start talking about my personal life with you know it's just i now I put people as acquaintance, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then I have people where um, I can be open with and it's fine, you know? So it, it's just that thing. Um, so I like the praying. I like the talking, the music. And I can be myself. You can be yourself. There was no, like, judgment or anything. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's us anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Like we can agree to disagree. And then at the top of all, we had a heated discussion in the car going to the oh airport. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Get me started. <laughs> I know, right? I, it's the balance for me, really. It's, you know, I just like, yeah. I, I don't know that. I guess that sometimes that's what you need, where you can push the person button, mm. but it doesn't mean they lose it. Where it goes to a point where they're like, okay, you are not a human being anymore. No, mm. you should understand that. People are going to agree and disagree with you. And <laughs> you know, this is so funny. Like, two out no, this is us. We had a heated argument. Few hours later, our text message is heart shape, heart shape. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just, I know people. It's good. But it's yeah. good. Good. This yeah. is what a healthy, healthy relationship looks like. And that I'm in one and I recognize one that is a good thing so i hope you know my girls out there my ladies out there just because this is women's month so i'm gonna be I'm, saying my ladies all the time you know yeah. yeah just check your circle check the people around you recognize you know healthy relationship while you're in it True. recognize healthy I, I friendship I, while you're in it and yeah you know? a healthy friendship don't just say my friend without you knowing like what does this person bring to the table what substance can they give you friendship you know? oh my gosh yeah so it's not just it's not just i know sometimes we think about it in terms of relationship like like romantic relationship um but what type of friend are you also you know mm-hmm. yes you want friends too to be like this but what type of friend are you are you the one that somebody can trust with information somebody can trust and talk with you but they don't feel judged are you somebody who can tell your friend hey you messed up you know but still you're still that shoulder they can cry on yeah. We still want to tell them like you messed up. Okay, then let's let's find a solution. You know, like those type of things. I'm talking about sisterhood because we're in Women's Month, and I hear a lot of people on social media, sisterhood, sisterhood, sisterhood. But are you a real? Are you really a sister? You know, are you are you a friend? You know, when God called Abraham his friend, are you that type of friend that God can say, "I, you know, I find a friend in you," that your friend can tell you to, "I find a friend in you." You know, it's not just a basic. I know, and this is Women's Month, and I just want to put that on there. You know what I mean? Like, you can disagree. Somebody can make you mad, but the madness shouldn't be where you sleep on it. You, then you don't want to talk to the person anymore. Like, whatever. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay. Why do you disagree? And why, 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 why are you feeling this way? You know, why do you think the way you think? Instead of the person say something and you just like, oh no, I want to know why you think the way you think and how, how, why you dissect the way you dissect because we're all from different works of life and we're just not gonna agree but yeah i know you see how we just drew off the tangent again with something else i'm telling you but that's how my week has been like in the close up and then you know now clean lay off not, not lay off missing my Charlie. anyway the weekend <laughs> was good you know <laughs> the weekend was good because I didn't want that to be a hindrance because I have fun and I'm excited that I did that and I look mm. forward to doing more of that yes. um, as I can. Um, but yes, yeah. And then we're talking about that, which is going to lead us into our topic for today. Mm. Um, Ayo, do you mind telling us what we're talking about though? Wow. Yeah. Sure. I feel, uh, I feel pressured. But um, just to give a background before I introduce us to a title. So, you know, the age that we are, the time that we are, you flip a magazine page, your social media, you know, it's just sex, sex content everywhere. So, like, sex seems to be out there more than ever. You know, it's just everywhere. Everybody's having sex, sometimes exaggerated, the beauty of it, the niceness of it, you know, is what it is. But also, if you come from a background where it's much more conservative and sex is like a no-go, a no-talk, and you're kind of, you become an imperfect being if that's something you start indulging in, something like that. And it just brings me back to where the woman where do they find the safe space? Where is the safe space where women kind of discuss which of the side they are, why they're making that decision? And how liberating is that decision? You know, what, where do we talk about the sex life or the sexless life of women? You know, because um, I, I think personally for me, and that could be a good way to start, I, I know, I mean, 
luckily for me, I went to an only girl school. After going to only girl school, leaving my ward, I'm, I have sisters, I have girlfriends, you know, and those that are like abstinence or virgins or celibates, they're not often like, and, and I know sex is probably a touchy topic. The only people who really put it out there who actually talk about it are people who are having sex, right? But it's people that are abstinent. They get shy about it. They don't really open. Like, I have not seen a lot of places where people actually talk about abstinence. That's why you will see, like, on YouTube videos where people actually talk about their journey through abstinence. It will get a really high view because it's not commonly discussed or outwardly discussed. On the other side, People from mostly conservative society whose uh, choice to have a sexless life is voluntary, um, they are not talking about it either because of the feeling of being judged. I, am I going wrong with God? Am I a sinner? I'm a responsible member of the church of God and here I am, I am still indulging in what might be called unclean. You know, so where's the safe place? Who is actually explaining the truth of either side of the coin, wherever you decide to stay with actually not that over exaggerating the beauty of sex or putting pressure on the fact that you should be abstinent for whatever reason, maybe religion, I don't know, for whatever reason you might be abstinent. That's where our topic is coming from today. So let's dive into it. Yeah. So <laughs> this is quite an interesting topic. And I, one thing I would say is don't mm. be pressured into having sex. That's one thing I want to put up front. I clear from the beginning, initial stage. So you know where I stand mm. um, with that. Because uh, like Ayo State said um, while she was talking, like uh, people exaggerate the whole context of sex. You know, people who are, people exaggerate it. Like it, can, it comes from both sides too. You know, the ones that are not having sex exaggerate. The ones that are having it exaggerate you know so it's that type of thing where you just need to let the the holy spirit guide you <laughs> i don't you know for me um because the we want to look at it from a societal and the church let's be honest that this topic um the church doesn't even do a good job as at that talking about sex Society also doesn't really do a great job as, you know, giving proper education on it. It's just based on individual experiences. And then it form it into a, a, a way where it's like, oh, this is how it's going to be. And then church also would say, well, it has to be this way. It tell you, like, don't have sex, but they won't tell you why you shouldn't have sex. Why is it important to God? What did God say about it? They don't have proper training on it. Just like, you don't talk about sex. Even there are some married people who still are scared to ask their husband for sex, that they want to have sex. And yeah. they're, they're meant to have sex in a marriage, but they can't talk about it because of the way church has molded it for them. They get into a marriage, they don't think they should be asking their husbands for sex because they see it as a sin to do so. Oh, yeah, I my, you know what I mean? So there's that angle too. So this thing has brought so much confusion and division mm. among believers and even unbelievers. Yeah. Because unbelievers are, we hear that, like, ah, what type of sense is that making? You know, it's your body. You can do whatever you want to do with it. You know, because the information is not good. It's not authentic, mm. you know. Or it's not, it's like not well-informed. People are not well-informed, Right. So if you're not well-informed, you're going to make ill-informed decisions. You're going to make decisions that doesn't make sense because you're not well-informed, right? Um, imagine a lawyer going to a courtroom who haven't read a case and he's a, he's a defendant. He wants to defend this client, his client. But he hasn't even read the case to know the context of what happened. If this is a civil suit or it's a criminal charge, nothing and he go and start looking at the case from a civil perspective instead of looking at it from a criminal perspective. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's, uh, that's why it is. And then you're informing. You don't really know, like, okay, this is it. If, if the other client was willing to have a sit-down talk prior to even coming to the courthouse and just show up. And then because you don't have, you don't have the proper information, 
you haven't taken your time, you just make those decisions. So um, that's the angle we're going to come from. From we're looking at the church because the church also we believe that the church needs to take responsibility, mm-hmm. and we also believe that society also have to do better and take responsibility of how they interpret information because mm-hmm. it's very important how you interpret information. Yeah, as well. And I think for me, if I take the church, I will have to just throw it into a conservative society period for so that it, it can include culture, because a culture that is highly influenced by religion, because it might not be the church. It might just be religion, period. A lot of religion is into like preaching abstinence and, you know, waiting till marriage and stuff like that. So um, personally for me, I think if I have to talk about the church, I can't really put it just on the church. I have to just talk about it in more just of a cons- conservative society, a place mm-hmm. where, you know, it's just women are just, and you'll be surprised. It's a lot of culture where, and this is really for the women. This is mostly my perspective for women by a woman, because even in this society, even by the church, most of this pressure, I'm not saying men are not, ed- men are not kind of like advised to be abstinent. It's just more of, uh, in educating women is less of an education, but more of a pressure, if I should put it like that. And please don't quote me on that. Maybe that's a wrong choice of word. But I, but I, uh, to to divide it into two sides, I'm going to pick both and talk about my perspective for both sides. Yeah. Sexless life. Yeah. If you decide to, you know, be abstinent is a beautiful thing. I don't, you know, I keep saying we live in a society where sex is like, bro, exaggerated, and um porn oh my gosh i can't oh my god you know i feel like the holy spirit is basically dropping everything because what you just say is basically what i'm about to say that porn Mm. and and like these people have like extra expectation of what you're supposed to be especially as a woman like okay let me let me talk to my ladies real quick have you ever met a guy where i don't know whatever he's asking of you he's like you know, my body is not supposed to be doing this. Like I naturally, I'm, every woman I don't do this. This is literally from the idea of the point that you watch. You could just tell. But even before I deviate into that point, a lot of like ah, communication for women. Women don't get to say a lot about, about sex. We don't openly talk about it. That, that openly talking about it even goes deeper into our personal and relationship life, maybe into our marriage. I've never been married, but I, I can kind of sense there will be an influence that affects that even in the outworld, because we don't talk about our sexual practices, sexual experience, because we're women or it's ladylike to be much more conservative, to not talk about sex. I'm guessing that also goes deeper into their personal life, their relationship life, and then into marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see something like women don't really get to, I mean, of course, it's a different thing for a liberal world. And the people that others try to term Western, like in that world, women kind of ask their boyfriends when they're in the mood for sex or they're open-minded about it or they talk about it. But before I deviate from the point, let's go from, if you decide to go sexless, maybe it's because of your faith, you know, maybe it's because you're just abstinent for a while. Maybe you're a virgin, maybe you're not, for whatever reason, you're having that sexless life. You're just not having sex, right? And even though I want to say this, it will go into that, like, that sex where it's just penetration. Oh my gosh, are we saying this on the pod? Yes, it's women's more than first. For the first time, we're actually saying what's like penetration and, you know, oral sex and where everything is divided and the religions in between, the society in between all of these things. But let me just, right now, I'm just talking about penetration sex. <laughs> I said it again. Even me, I'm listening to myself. I'm like, am I really in a world where I get to talk about this openly? But anyways, so from the conservative society point of view, for some reason, and for my own personal reason, I think we cannot deny the fact that sexual purity, it's a thing and that abstinence is a good thing. I don't care how the world tries to praise sex. There's something it does to your mental stability. There's something it does to your, um, what's this word? When you kind of see yourself in a good light, it just, there is many benefits to abstinence. So in a world where even though we might think it is pressure or because of the way it's given to us, we cannot cannot deny the power of what it actually is. It might not be given to us right. Maybe the people that 
trained us on abstinence or educated us or the church that taught us about abstinence. Maybe the way they thought it was not right, but it does not take away the power of what they taught us. You know, oh, yeah. it, it does not lessen that. It is a good thing, right? Yeah. But that's for the church, which I also categorize as a conservative society, right? Because it goes into many other things. Now to a world where sex is just praised or whatever, and this is goes to my main reason, whatever, whether you decide to leave a sexless life or you decide to have sex, it has to be more of a personal journey, not because of what the church preaches or what the society makes sex to look like that. <laughs> when you have it, you know, it's not all that. It's, it's all the that. fact that it has to be a personal decision. It has to be because your, your conscience and your wholeness is ready for it. And it's very hard to know when because we're, we're um, digesting so much sexual content unconsciously. So sometimes it might be hard to know, okay, really, am I not really making this decision because you know the world I live in now, like sex, sex everywhere. So how do you know you've moved away from curiosity and you're actually doing it because you're ready, you know? But at the end of the day, if you're somebody from a conservative society who is deciding to have it, I am saying if it is your personal decision and which is probably why it is hard to have this conversation because I do not want to change somebody's standing or faith because of my perspective. But I just want to say, if you're having sex and you're living your life, there is nothing wrong with it. I don't think God is so petty for you to be unworthy of him. But conservative society comes from that perspective like, oh my gosh, if you're having sex, then you're unworthy and you're not right and you're doing something wrong. As I said before, I think abstinence is a great thing. I think there are words like sexual purity. I think those things that religion and conservative society have pushed, I do not think they're wrong, although the way they might be giving might be wrong. I think they're great things. But I also think if you refuse to follow that world and you decide to have sex, you know, I do not think it is wrong either. I think um, as far as your conscience is clear, you know, I keep saying this, let your faith make you whole. If it doesn't make you feel dirty, you know, what do you know? I was actually had this conversation with my friend and he's like, you don't get what, when you start having sex, what it does to you. Like, you know, when I'm in church now um, and people are like, they're saying uh, immorality and they're praying about it. I feel unworthy and I feel, I feel dirty. And I'm like, that is why you got to be ready before you do it. So you have to get to that stage where it doesn't make you feel less of yourself because let your face make you old. If your mind is ready to go for it, why not? You know, and that's just my own little dot and dot. If we bring in sex life and sexist life from somebody coming in from the conservative society who is willing to just have sex, shit. <laughs> But let it not be because of society. Let it not be because, and sometimes at some point, religion will wear off. Like things that are not from you and within you, they wear off, they would expire. And what can sustain you in whatever journey you want to keep on has to be within you. So it's hard to keep going if you're being pushed by pressure, by society, or by religion. What do you have to say about this? Hmm. <laughs> you know, um... So for me, I, as much as I talked about the church mm. on not doing a great job, mm. well, number one, to start with, imagine little kids, you're in church, you know, you haven't really, you just go to church because your family took, you know, your family take you to church every Sunday, you hear the pastor just talking about stay away from sex, stay away from sex. That thing has been ingrained in you since you were little. So by the time you become an adult, that's all you've heard all your life. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you know the word right away, you know, to make it proof, you know. So your decision is basically based on what the pastor was saying, mm. you know. Um, so that too. And also them telling you, I believe in abstinence. Hello. <laughs> I'm a strong believer in abstinence and having till you wait till you get married. Um and I think it all boils down, like you say, it's a personal choice. Um, as a believer, that's what I do believe, you know, for me, that my walk, my walk with God, because it's a relationship, right? So in terms of that, that's like a personal thing. You know, um, you have to really, like, what is, because there's, when I look at, when I look at, like, this whole sex thing, right? I mean, if you think about the Bible, God really hasn't. God haven't really asked us for so much, you know, as believers. 
okay? Um, not so much. He has asked us, like, regarding this particular abstinence thing and waiting before marriage. <laughs> I, I see your face. <laughs> oh, God. Um, he was particular about it. You could see, like, what he was saying about it was, like, wait till marriage. Where? Wait, wait, wait. Keep your body. Your body is the temple of God. Please hold it. Because, you know, madam, we're about to, you know, Holy Spirit, activate. I <laughs> know. <laughs> wait. You know, um, in terms of, like, your body being holy, for me, this is why I take my body, right? I take my body as a temple. If I, This is how I, I, I see it, right? I have the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm even particular about what I wear. And it's not because society, because if I was going to base my decisions on society, girl, I would be, I'd be opposite than the ones that you know. I'd be like, out <laughs> crazy if I go on every trend that society brings because that's what sells now trend everybody get on the trend you get on this trend after this one next one come you have to keep up like you said if you do things that is not in you it's going to wear off like you said the church you know saying that that's the same way it becomes you know and it have to it, it needs to come from within you like this is what i want to do just the same way you decide to follow christ you know or whoever you decide to follow just we made that personal decision it's the same way you have to do it. If you decide not to have sex, then keep it. Keep, hold on to it. Because how important, you have to think about it. How important is me not having sex? Like, how is it important? Why is it important? Not because my pastor say, don't have sex. And I go and say, I'm not having sex. How important it is. And if you make that confession to God and say, Lord, this is where I want to do it. Um, and then you fall short, you know, you end up breaking that promise. He's not going to come and shoot you in the head. Mm. Don't let nobody condemn you because this is the thing. God does not condemn. He convicts. What you have will be conviction. But God is not keep counting your sin. Like, do you know how many sin I've committed today? Just by going, waking up and going to work and coming back. It might not be sexual sin. It could be me that I drive in, somebody passing in front of me and I say a word, you know, or I, I look at them a certain way or me on the phone with somebody and I'm just like, oh hell, you know, I just get irritated inside. So I think sometimes we look at it in a bigger thing, but forget about the little things that we do too, that God, that is not pleasing to God. That side too. Now, society, and, and also when they tell you don't have sex, you didn't go get married, then your husband says, you know, then there's an expectation there too, because the guy in his mind, you know, you have waited. So he has this high expectation for you. That's where the porn thing comes in. High expectation. Uh -uh. This lady having had sex before. You want her to be a porn star already for you. Why? Then there's the side where the lady too is uncomfortable asking her man for sex because she have been taught that a lady should be a certain way. You have to be this way. She basically, she have allowed people to think for her instead of her thinking for herself. So the whole growing up that she was done, she'd been living for other people instead of living for herself. So even in marriage, she ended up living for other people instead of for herself to enjoy the marriage. And that's where the clash comes in. Two. Because, oh God, I watched so many porns and you think that you are tools that can just flip around anyhow. Madam, have been taught to be, you know, and she don't know how to handle when Oga is asking her this one, this one, that one. Do you know what I mean? So there's that part. So the education is not even there. They don't even talk about it. They only talk about sex is bad. Don't do it. Don't do it without telling you like what did this like why is it this way why you shouldn't have sex what are the because benefits like you said supposed to be right with god ayomi defa jimmy yes <laughs> yes <laughs> so and then, you have, you have, and then you have the um the society like you said they just exaggerate stuff exaggeration let me tell you 
Everybody's exaggerating on either side. You, you have sex and you get tired of it. Ask these people who have been married for 50, 60 years. But do you but think it's the only society that is exaggerating? You don't think the church exaggerates as well? Church, that's why I said both sides exaggerate, okay. right? That's why I say you have to really decide for yourself, honestly. You know, because yeah. society exaggerates. Because what happens is the ones that are having sex are trying to influence the ones that are not having sex that they're mixing out on something big. Mm. You know, you have it. It's going to be the best experience of your life. So this person who have been holding on to this, now see their friend is saying, oh, you know, I did this. And let me tell you, the ones that the, there are some who have sex and they exaggerated to the point where even if you're abstinence and like being, you know, you'll be wondering, your mind will be swimming everywhere. Like, how would that be? And also to sometimes the expectation is not even real because sometimes even in marriage, when people now wait, they get married, <laughs> they realize that ah uh uh guy and I were not compatible, but they're already in the marriage. Mm. So there's that. I mean, this thing, this topic is yeah. just, I know we're everywhere with this. It's yeah. just a tough situation. And I don't want our goal is not to encourage you having sex. So if you are abstinent, please, please, hallelujah. legit for real i believe in abstinence and i also for people who have had sex you know if you have had sex i keep saying god does not condemn he convicts that's all he's not going to condemn you he doesn't count your sin and that's what the church does religion counts your sin your relationship with god god is not counting your sin he's not thinking about what you did yesterday he's not anything about all the the twerking i was doing at ayo's place either cheated at me his his past i'm a new person today every day you wake up you've been given grace to do better and be better for i am if i me come and disagree with me no um you know i I mean, I don't, I, I hear you, girl. this thing is, at the end of the day, like we said, like, is within you, right? Because you would have your own perspective and what your own self-conviction is. I would have mine. So there would not be a lot of disagreement to do, but only a different perspective to bring. But I just want to say, you know, for my young ladies, this is the truth, irregardless of what um, <laughs> society expects of you or religion, and I keep saying religion or faith, religion ex- expects of you um people everybody still makes that self-choice you know whether you're in your safe environment or whenever you're let out of your safe environment you're gonna always come to the point where that thing that we keep talking about i see you is a self-conviction is a self-decision is gonna come to your face and you have to make a decision to have sex or not but the truth is for my young ladies who actually make the decision to have sex, like I said, if you do, you're not imperfect. You're not unworthy. You're not less of a person. It's just that conviction. Your faith has made you old. And whatever decision you decided to make said, go ahead, baby, and do whatever. But for my for those coming out of a conservative society, I don't think there's any education whatsoever. That and that's my perspective. No, I might be wrong. No. When I'm wrong, please you can also email no. us at five from Africa podcast at gmail.com or DM us. I'm saying please hang on because for the rest of the episodes, that thing that you probably so this is my issue for girls coming up, women, ladies coming out from conservative society, right? The way they're brought up is different. The perspective about life is different. But when they're ready to do things in the society, they have to go back to the internet that doesn't necessarily have the same upbringing as them. When this society is also supposed to be open to the idea of, even though they're raised in this kind of society, we still have to have, uh, in this kind of community, conservative community, we still have to have provision for whatever choice that they make. But young girls, yeah, Go out to the internet where, you know, all the people that you're, that you're learning, you know, their route to sex from, they don't, they don't have the same. They don't. 
Yeah. Approach as you. So you're learning it wrong anyway. Something, yeah. but if you if you hang out, hang on with us for the rest of March, we're going to have a guest. We're going to come with the education you're probably that yeah. kind of relates to you with who you are, you know, getting raised in the church and you still don't want to learn these things, you know. Uh, when I'm ready to have sex, what's the right back control to use? What is yeah. the first thing I should think about? How do I know what even ready? There's things that I don't, I don't want young girls to learn it on the internet because that's what we end yeah. up doing. That's what everybody ends up doing. Uh, your first date, your first relationship, because coming I mean, up from I'm a conservative society does not give you that. And they're not also open-minded to know because you're raised in this way does not mean yeah. that's the only way you will grow by that. We would go, we, and I'm saying we collectively, we would go into the world and we would choose to be our own person. So where's that safe place where we could truly and open-mindedly take necessary information without being regarded as a bad girl, as a girl gone wrong. So you're a prostitute now. You get what I'm saying? Where you can still go back to God and feel worthy. You can still lead praise and worship in church. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, I still think sexual purity is a beautiful thing. If you're a virgin, that's great. It takes work if you want to keep going on. Society is going to brush you with so many things. Just stay on your lane. I'm also saying, if you've had sex, baby, if you want to have sex, and you know you know, this decision, you've made this inside of you, I hope somehow in this podcast okay i can give you the right information that you need there's not just google we all people of all kinds of upbringing but the kind of upbringing you can relate to because that is probably why you're listening to this podcast good information that you need to get started on this journey so yeah and we hope also you're okay with your decision because at the end of the day it's yes you that have to deal with the consequences because every decision she made does have a consequence right mm, mm-hmm. so you have to be willing to deal with it the aftermath of it right yeah. um because sex is just not you just going having sex it's more than just penetration like i just said you know it's i didn't say that it's more, i didn't say that you said madam madam the, the sex life sex less that i was talking about in the first penetration place, I'm still or into something else Madam, you said penetration earlier. The one I was talking about, the one I was talking about at that point, because I want to also ask you, should I ask it or should I let you finish what you're saying? Okay, go ahead. Why do you think, I'm I'm just curious, and Mm -hmm. I hope people with other opinions can DM us or, you know, comment or something. Why do you think, because this actually happens a lot. Why do you think people are having oral sex? especially people raised in conservative society, religious homes, not penetration sex. And mind you, this is before you even give me your own reasoning. We all know, let me tell you, the greatest birth control is abstinence. If you really, 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 really are not ready for a baby yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Don't take no but birth control. Beyond I, that, I because that. from my research, <laughs> And I, okay, shout out I to, I'm not bringing any women out here, you know, shout out to all the women in my life that actually open, open-minded to me and share that sexual journey and all that stuff. I respect you people. I love you people. I will keep sharing mine too. So what do you think? Why do you think there are women, right? Who are raised in the church, religious homes, conservative society, whatever, bracket that falls under uh, having oral sex and no actual penetration sex and i know very well that's why shout out to my ladies first it's not because of well maybe it's because of birth control i don't know she's a it's a birth control i think it's because of the pressure of the society they find themselves in because mm. so in their mind doing oral sex is not doing the thing it's kind of like going half it's kind of like you're trying to score a goal you play soccer because i play soccer okay guys? <laughs> No, you did not just bring soccer into this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. It's kind of like you're playing soccer, right? Mm. Uh, you have the ball, you're passing the ball, you, you see the goalkeeper, mm. you know? You have gone all the way to score a goal, but then you just stop and leave the ball right there and start going. So in what? your mind... I don't play soccer, I bet. Come down to my level, you are losing me. I don't play soccer. What, what are you talking about? Okay. It's kind of like you running, right? Since you're in the military, right? It's kind of like you join the Navy. You're in the Navy, madam, mm. right? But you don't like, you have done all the training. Mm. 
you do everything, you're willing to do everything. Oh, time for water. You say no water. Water. But you know, as a navy, as a navy oh, seal. Oh, the swimming part. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you've done all that. You have gone gone through the pressure. You know, and I think I feel like the reason why you see people like going to or going to oral sex because in mm. their mind that's not sex. Mm. You know, in, in their mind it's just it's not sex because there's no penetration. Mm. Yeah. It's not been laying down in the bed with a guy, him having penetration with. Are you not getting naked? Are you not getting naked? What? I'm saying you know what I mean, like the full thing in their okay. mind. So like, do you oral think oral sex is sex? sex? That's the B. I After you answer that one, the part B of that I, question is: Do you think oral I, sex I, is sex? I do think oral sex is sex. So do people who are having oral sex and not patient? Well, I guess they, I kind of already answered this question in my mind. But do you think people who are having oral sex? You see people who do oral sex actually get pregnant? No. So they, are they? Do they act? Do they get to say they're having a, living a sexless life? Yes, they get to say. But this is the thing, because in people's mind, listen. Yes! Um, <laughs> in people's mind, in people's mm. mind, mm. as long as it's not penetration, mm. it's not sex. Hmm. So you can go judgment day. You tell them they say no, having had sex, but they have gone, they have done, you know, the other stuff. Well, you know what I mean. I, I wish I could have abbreviation for that other stuff. Other stuff? You mean like actual sex? No, they have done the other stuff. What other stuff? I don't know. How you? How am I gonna know what? You, see, this is what we have done. Blowjob. They have done. You know, they have done. <laughs> They, you know now they have done madam they have done around the place hmm. and everything they have done around the place so they just didn't do penetration so in their mind it's not it's not sex so then they end up getting pregnant because at the end of the day the person ejaculates okay you doing blowjob you're doing all these things that's sperm a little bit what go to no. please madam wait what? I've had cases. I've had cases where somebody actually who didn't do penetration, go and do the other stuff, no, and for real, for real, no, and they haven't even had sex. Madam, do you? I can give you a case study. What case? Of how many people are, are even feeling bad because they started feeling bad why they didn't even do the sex in the first place? Why they didn't go the four yard mm-hmm. instead of going halfway? And that's that's, that's the yeah, and they're getting pregnant. And then they ask them, have you had sex? They said, no. What did you do? I did this. I did yeah, that. It doesn't work like that. It has. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm not so, 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 for, so, like, for real. Oh, my gosh. I'll okay. send you the case study hey. of how many people who fall into the, become victims of that. Because hey. in your mind, oral sex is not sex. So mm-hmm. they go do it now. They play around the area. They don't know that sperm is very fast travel. And there's something called, they have eggs too, that is just sitting there ready to be fertilized. You know? So how did the sperm get, wait, what? Wait, what? You're losing me. How? Wait, what? How did the sperm get to the eggs? Where was the? In that area. What area? Skip. Please skip. 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 (laughs) I skip. You know? But I mean, yeah. no, actually, even more than what we say, the fact that there are actually two women who grew, I think I grew up in a conservative society, you know, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I don't think I kind of want to say that, but my mom is a Nigerian woman. But even though she's a Nigerian woman, my mom is more liberal. I think old, old school Nigerian women are actually a little different. Even though my mom is like, um, like this Nigerian, traditional Nigerian woman, I think she's, I thought the way she approaches like her girls, she's very mm-hmm. open-minded with so many things. Like, I'm like, this is not how a Nigerian woman is supposed to be acting, especially an older Nigerian woman. Like, you're supposed to be like super, super, super street. Like, my mom and is That's not. what the society have taught you because that's the narrative that have been every, everywhere. So they put everybody in a box. So you yeah. expect when you meet an older Nigerian person, or older person, it should be that way. Try to just, I talk to my mom about my everything. Yeah. 
And the way my mom taught everything, my mom <laughs> having, you know, yeah, everything as in to the level, right? Yeah. But my mom won't care if I tell about everything because she'll just be listening. Yeah. She's like, just make your decision. Yeah. Right? What, what, and with the person who was her dad, how, mm. you know, Hannah with them, he, he, he kept them like, you're not messing with my, my granddad was more of like, you come and marry my daughter, you know, that type of thing. But things happen. So I think society also play a role in like how we should think about older people and think that they don't have sex. Like sometimes when you start just they do, people, they're just like much more conservative for people who you are not married. Some of the older people, Charlie, they're not the wisdom you'll get about sex. Yeah. You'll be like, ah uh-uh. ah. Should I, I just know, go? But I think they're just more conservative, especially when you're younger. Of course, the kind of conservative cons- <laughs> They'll fire me on this podcast. The kind of you're not fired. You're rehired. The kind of conversations I'm having with my mom now is totally different from what I was having with her like three years ago. You know, it just be and then I I don't know maybe because my mom is also in America. I mean, maybe too. That's why she's maybe not. Maybe it might just be that because you didn't really. You weren't at that stage where because it's levels, right? Sometimes when you're not at that point, yeah, you're not having, you know boyfriend issues or those yeah. type of things you really don't want to go like what will you go tell her you'll be talking about school yo but my mom you know what she says what you say like because i just i don't get reactions from my mom like nothing you stick and bother her but i need like some strong you know Af- you know how we see african mother on the internet how they project them i need those reactions from her so i was like mom you have no idea how many guys i'm talking to right now like one he wants me to come to his house you know what we happen and she's just she's like what she said what does that mean <laughs> i'm sorry this is me laughing by myself but she literally says what's my oh if you like open it to the world and give it to everybody i don't care <laughs> i mean like she really in reality she really doesn't care but that's her like advising you like but the she's advising me like, directly advising you like don't yes. open your yard everywhere you know? advise me to lale they too they're op- like i'm not the only one opening it. everybody's opening it like what are you talking about no, Why is mom, it- that's you know and yeah that's an advice right there yeah. like but yeah. some it's that's why i say all boys down to like interpretation because for some girls they'll be like oh mommy don't care so i should just go and just do my thing you know but that some people like you you're that saying like oh mommy is saying you know what? Let me not just be everybody, opening my yeah, house. Be a giver. You know? Everyone don't. Me. Yeah, let me not be a giver. <laughs> like everybody just be receiving, receiving. I'm just giving. Uh huh. So yeah, it's just um, boils down to that. And I think I I think this topic is even more. There's even more to it. We can't even talk. We're not even experts about course, it. Oh yeah, that's a disclaimer. Like so, um, we're, we're just two experts, people. Yes. Two people. You, you guys don't really know if we're having a sexless life or if not a sexless life. Me, I can so, tell you the truth. I am having a sexless life. I am giving, well, yeah. I'm, I'm living a sexless life right now. I'm waiting for a right man. If you want to be a right man, you know, you can, you know, slide into my DMs. I, I am the fudge me. You know, it's only for you. Only you. I think I was looking for a husband. Yeah, I think, I think, but we can, you know, you don't have to go straight into husband. We can I know, but I found your husband the last time who works for Delta. No, not him. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, before I forget this, this perspective God. I want to bring, you know, this idea of how we say women don't really talk about their sex life and whatever. And I think... You know, sometimes people want to take from other people's story. You can't really tell what other women are doing. So I hope you're not, you know, men, women come here and create a face. It depends on the environment they are. We can say this because we're women. There's some spaces where you're having sex. You kind of need to act like you're not. And there's some spaces where you're not having sex. You kind of act, need to act like you are having sex. You know, it just be like that with women. So I hope you're not pressured into being what your mind is not ready for because of what some women appear to be. Let me tell you, women be out here 
you can't judge a woman by her cover ever. Women be out here opening boobs, wearing short stuff, and not be abstinent. I'm telling you. And women be out here covered up, you know, looking like only mother of Jesus and, and, be, and be squatting up and down. I'm telling you, don't Absolutely. let somebody else's decision or what you think they may be convince you to perception is is something you I'm need telling to be you very find your own find your own you know You're you making, want to be yeah. a giver like my mother says <laughs> go ahead there's nothing wrong being a giver even the guy too is giving no but you're not the, because you're female doesn't mean you're the only giver it is giving everybody's giving so everybody's giving and taking eh? everybody's getting so ties but if you want so to be abstinent baby girl Please be. It's not an easy journey, but it's know, not easy. It. I can tell you that it's not easy. easy. There's no one. That it's not easy. We reach out is not easy because if you have your sex, then it's mentally, it's mentally stressful too. It's draining. So, you're getting so ties with you everywhere you go. If if this person don't end with your husband, and then you if know, your abstinence, please, I'm praying for you. I know the struggle, but Charlie, in the end, there's a great reward. Yeah. That bright arm, uh, with bright and shiny armor, is going to come to the light and be like, My baby girl, <laughs> let me walk girl. you down the aisle. My baby girl. Easy. My baby girl. Easy. My baby girl. Mm-hmm. Let's walk down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine this one be going with my craziness. Okay. But, uh, Tia, I was going to ask you this. Uh, no, we don't waste time, my B. I know we got to go. But is there really. Ah, Jesus, uh, you know I love you, God. I'm not here spoiling people's mind or turning them away from you. But is there really a place in the Bible where uh, sexual morality is divine? Do you think is human coined divination? Or when the Bible takes, talks about sexual morality, is actually talking about people having sex before, before marriage? Also, hey, I know this is heavy to you. When the Bible talks about marriage, do you really think is what society asks? Coined to be marriage, you really think it's just going to the altar and saying, I find you in the name of God. Do you think marriage is not really that for sex with somebody? This is such mm, hey, I am just something. saying, don't make like, us go to that really conversation that when he talks about ties with somebody or that beginning of what okay. he calls marriage or being a one man. Do you really think he's talking about the marriage of what this society has made it to be? I'm just saying, let's think about that as we as we end up. I'll have to go and study, but like when you look at First Corinthians, like Jesus, six, 19, I, it's a rhetoric question. Don't answer me because I feel like whatever you answer, I'm not ready for it. Okay, I just <laughs> ahead, like, I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. Go ahead. No, um, the reason the, where you see people talk about the whole sex, keep your body. You know how people make these things statements like my body, my body is my own. Where, <laughs> but wait, I would just say like that. I know it's a tough thing because I sometimes say, oh, it's my body. I'm not give it to somebody else if I don't want to. It's my body. It, yes, it's your body because it it don't belong to you. It belongs to somebody who's greater than you are. But I leave it like that. But when you look at Corinthians, right? We're saying like, or you know, you, Corinthians. If you go from the beginning, if you go actually read First Corinthians six, um, maybe verse, um, you start from verse eighteen or something like that. It said, he asks, or oh, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were brought with it. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. The context of this, as you know, as astonishing statement uh, was basically about sexual uh, evidence of a sexual immorality. You're losing me. And, I'm sorry. You're losing me. Break it down. Don't just well, summarize. We'll, we'll talk about. I think that would be a different topic. I think that's okay. a topic itself. I in this, because that way, you know, I have gone and consulted the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I, no, I'm actually afraid. Yeah. See, as much as I enjoyed, well, then I'll come back. We both can go because you know, I mean, prayer is our our language. Yeah, so we the Holy Spirit, and then come back and actually ask for wisdom. Because if we just go based on mere mere knowledge, oh, we'll no, be, of course not. Oh, of course, this is a biblical thing. So of course, yeah, we have we'll to be go informing to people. But I believe your body is the temple. I believe you know. I believe uh, abstinence. I believe is the Bible is very clear on that as well. Um, 
but then again i, I believe there's grace there's something huh. called grace even beyond grace i also yeah. believe there is nowhere hey god yo because i'm a christian woman so i have to be very careful of what i say because so, i cannot wait, make what are you saying, are you saying like is there a word like do not have sex before no marriage? i don't think no 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 don't don't i think there's nowhere in the bible where I'm also, in trouble. the woman has been casted out from the lord's presence because she decided oh, no 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 no, no no she has just saying I'm no just think saying. about the lady the the at the well at the well when jesus met her how many you know yeah she encountered him. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. no, no, no. I totally agree with you. I don't think that because you had sex, that means God loved you less than somebody who having had sex. Mm-hmm. I don't like when people come from that perspective. It's not about God loves you less and the person that's not sex. God also loves it. Like, it's not about the, 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 the amount of God's love. Because irregardless of what we do, we're seen as God is gonna love us. I don't like when pieces yeah. comes from that come from that perspective, but it's more of a perspective of you have the same access to God. And I'm saying this because a friend literally told me why he decided, and I'm not saying I'm saying I'm also a fan of abstinence, trust me. But I'm saying my friend literally told me, you know, I am not I'm not having sex because I feel like there's some things I need from God that I won't be able to get. And I don't think. I have to be yeah, careful I, of what I say. I guess I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's really a very teen line. But I would say I don't think I God is say, petty. Period. I, I would say you don't think God is what petty. No, God is not petty. <laughs> That's why He's God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you was petty, you can be petty, petty like me. Um, but. And I, you know, it, when your friend is saying that, it's a personal conviction for him. That's what I'm saying at the end it's, of the it's day. A, it's a personal conviction. If I decide to, to practice abstinence, that's a personal conviction for me. And it takes know, work too. Takes work. And then, huh? And I said, it takes work too, putting some work. Yeah. It, it, so you have that personal conviction, but you have to actively work on it daily. Go chalet. There's some chisel apps. You know, let you me see. tell you, shout out to my girls that actually believe in sexual purity. They really want to do that. But, you know, the flesh keeps taking over. Just God says, counselor. God got you. God got you. You know, the, the flesh, you know, like the, yeah, the flesh, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak, you know. So oh, there's that thing. Because you see a guy, you see somebody, ah, somebody's son would just be fine anyhow. Like, and you just want to, like, what type of specimen is this? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, you fall into that. Even by looking at somebody in a certain way, you know, it's this. I know how we make these same things, like, there's one higher than, greater than the other one. Charlie. I beg you. Anyway. We just breathe and talk I'm to the just, God. Personally talk well, to the God, period. At the end of the day, please, we're pushing for Please keep yourself until your husband shows up. <laughs> she said, keep yourself to your... That's what Tia said, girl. Better listen until to her. Until your husband shows up, mm-hmm. keep yourself. It's only for your husband. It's only that... that kuch, kuch, is only for your husband. That's what she only said. Only for your husband. I'm translating for you. <laughs> Nobody I, else. This, this is exciting. Don't let somebody... <laughs> play a playboy to can't give you chocolate oh let me tell you was that playboy come your head is going to scatter your head don't be the right place just be abstinent period that's my whole advice after this that's, that's what i'm saying don't let a playboy to come and scatter your brain or do it only in a committed relationship because just until just have your head in the right places and I'm also don't do see if you want to be abstinent you must well be abstinent completely don't don't be don't do oral sexy and be saying no then you'll be getting pregnant you wondering how you got pregnant yo 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 don't anything we're saying right now after this we were like uh we've actually finished the podcast we're just bullshitting so don't don't take us seriously but don't be then you go you then go to your pastor pastor i'm pregnant what did you have sex no so what did you do don't don't bring up on it free me free me free me Eh? Free me. You, I'm about to say, you know what? Tonight you're about to watch a document. You're about to watch, you're about to look at statistics. Oh, and you'll, no, be, you'll be like that. So, madam, are you having oral sex that I don't know of? Um, yeah, what I want to have is actual, I want to live my sexless life to a sexful life, you know. 
but I need, you know, this chocolate. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm actually open-minded. Wow. It doesn't matter. You don't, you can be, you know, caramel, whatever you are. You know, I just need you to slide into my DMs. I, I am a fadjami on Instagram. Let us pray. Guys, please, because as you're texting, I I is not responding. <laughs> no, I do. That's so what true. we need to do now, guys. I'm giving you a strategy. Call her. Video call her. Video call me. Video call. Oh, let me drop my number. I got y'all. <laughs> you can. Stop it. Let me drop my number. Let's pray, okay? Let's pray. All right. God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for another podcast. Um, you know, in any way, we actually might have sinned against you through our words in this episode. Please forgive us. But help us to choose the right path. Help us to help them and help us to focus on our own journey and not be distracted by other people's journey. Help us in our sexual lives. Help us in our romantic relationships. Just help us in general, God, because there is nothing we can do without you. Thank you, God, because you will always be God. For in Jesus' one of name, I pray. I may know. I have abstinence. Abstinence. <laughs>